0: It's
1: the story of you Morning, glory, America, and bonjour. High Canada. I'm here Hewitt in Studio North. Victory Monday. I always love Victory Monday. It's a double Victory Monday. The Ohio State University Buckeyes beat the Notre Dame Fighting Irish on the last play in South Bend, in front of tens of thousands of stunned, green-wearing Irish fans. Bravo, Buckeyes. Uh, <clears throat> some some solos to the Irish fans. The, uh, the Buckeyes are going to the national championship this year. So losing to them, I, I mean, this pretty much closes the door on the national championship for the Irish fans because they don't play anybody. I guess they play Clemson, but Clemson isn't anybody, really. Uh, they play USC, and maybe if they beat USC on USC's home team, but they'll fall apart. That's a Pac-10 mirage again, or a Pac-12 mirage. So I think it's probably over for the Irish this year, but just take solace in the fact that the Ohio State University likely going to the national championship. And the Cleveland Browns just crushed the Tennessee site. Sorry, Tennessee. I got a lot of listeners in Tennessee. Very sorry, Volunteer State, but the Browns had to do it, uh, and they had to be emphatic about it. We... Got great news on Nick Chubb that his career may not be over. He, he had season-ending injury on Monday night last, a week from tonight, and people thought it may have been a career ender, but there was some good news yesterday that, in fact, something, the uh, ACL was not torn, so and the kneecap was not dislocated, so maybe it's a stitch and stretch and get back into shape and be back on the field for the back-to-back Super Bowl rings. Because uh, he'll get one anyway, because he got them all fired up. And Nick Chubb is going to be the, he got the game bowl yesterday from Kevin Stefanski. But 27 to 3. It's just a great Monday morning. In fact, it's so great. Let's start with some Ryan Day from Saturday night after. Now, Lou Holtz, I love Lou Holtz. Lou Holtz is 84 years old. He's like the president. You're not quite sure what Lou's going to say. So Lou took a couple of uh, swings at the Ohio State University Buckeyes and Ryan Day, and he was what he was doing was channeling what everyone else was saying about them, our Michigan friends, and our friends from Alabama and Georgia, uh, taking shots at the Buckeyes. And after Ryan Day's club pulled it out, on the last play, on the last second, Chip him going in, here's Ryan Day in the locker room afterwards, cut number, whatever it is. Ryan, was
2: this a lunch mail performance? Yeah. Yeah, it was. <laughs> and uh, it was... It was brewing for a couple days. Um, You know, again, I I said it earlier, I'll say it again. A lot of people took a lot of shots at this team over the last 48 hours. And uh, it it really hit home to me. And, you know, the way that our team played, you know, not only did we physically get after these guys last year, but we did it again here at the end of the game. And I think it says a lot about this team. And, you know, I'm really upset and disrespected by what Lou Holtz said publicly about our team and Ohio State and Buckeye Nation. And we're not going to stand for that that's not even close to true. We had one bad half a couple years ago up in Ann Arbor. We did in the second half. But we, we, every game we play, we're physical. We are. I don't know where that narrative comes from, but that ends tonight. This team right here showed toughness. They showed grit. They didn't give up, and they found a way to get that last yard. And I'm sick over those short yardages that we didn't finish, but but that's the game. And the last matchup game we were in, we were one play short. This play, we finished it the right way, and I'm really proud of our team.
1: You see, the last time they... they last play mattered. Noah Ruckles did not hit the game winner over Georgia in the semifinal of the national championship. Last play of the game. This time, the last play of the game went for Ohio State. Ryan Day is right. Best program in the country. Absolutely the best program in the country. But I digress. Lots going on. I'm not on strike today. I've been on strike for the last many months since I'm a member of SAG-AFTRA and have been since 1990. And I was on strike. Now, this part of my career is not a sag gig. This is a non-union gig, so I didn't have to stop doing the radio show. But my, my union's been out walking the picket line. I wish I could have been with them in solidarity with all my left-wing buddies. Jane Fonda was on the lines yesterday, Jack Black. But SAG-AFTRA ended the strike last night, so I'm no longer on strike. Meanwhile, I wake up, and Amazon is, uh, again, I only own two stocks, Amazon and Palantir. And then all mutual funds and gold and real estate. And this uh, market update is brought to you by Birch Gold, a uh, great sponsor of our program. Go to HughGold.com if you're going to buy gold today. HughGold.com or you can text my name H-U-G-H to, to 28. What is it? 98-98-98. 98-98-98. If you want to uh, buy gold today or get a 401k open, the 10-year treasury is at 4.49%. So inflation is not cured. And gold is at $1,942 an ounce uh, because it's going to stay up there as long as inflation is up there. So more and more people are diversifying into a birch gold IRA or 401k. Don't show the gold bars. Don't show the gold bar because they're going to think it's a Menendez commercial. Uh, I'm going to come to Senator Menendez in a second. Just show the gold coins. You don't want to buy gold bars. You're going to get arrested for impersonating a senator. But do buy the gold coins if you're going to do it. Put just ounces of gold in a 401k, a SEP IRA, 401k. Over the past 100 years, gold stayed more than ahead of inflation. And that's why people diversify some of their wealth into that. But Amazon this morning, which is a lot of my wealth, got invested $4 billion in Anthropic. So I said, what's Anthropic? What a surprise. It's an AI uh, software company, which is hot. And so the arms race continues between Microsoft and Amazon on the AI front, and I am I, for one, am thrilled, but no matter what AI does, gold will still be worth what gold is worth now and stays ahead of inflation. It's that solid part of your portfolio. Go to hugold.com. The Biden administration announced yesterday that they will be supplying attack of missiles to Ukraine. Now, I spent the week studying, the weekend studying off and on the breakout that Ukraine is achieving. They are not yet on their way to the Sea of Azov to cut the Russian forces in two, but they got past line number three of defenses of the... I mean, it's been World War One style trench fighting, but not the sort of World War I geography, meaning that there is a goal, which is to get whatever armaments you have in your arsenal within range of the far side of the enemy forces to cut the supply line. And they... The, the spine line. And they did that this weekend with a fairly significant breakout, which they're trying to exploit today. The attackums are going to arrive after the Ukrainians get to the Sea of Azov. Remember, Tom Cotton, Senator Tom Cotton, called at least in February. It's been at least seven months since Tom Cotton said, you know, we should send the long range attackums to Ukraine. Joe Biden is doing Vietnamization. People don't like it, but people like winning. And that's going to be good. The big story of the week, which I'll be returning to again and again. Um, are we going to shut down next week? Is the government going to shut down? And the lawmakers are warning on the Sunday shows that U.S. was headed for a shutdown as the budget talks stall. And Kevin McCarthy tries to get the knucklehead caucus not to destroy the Republican Party before the Virginia elections. But, you know, Matt Gates is running statewide. Marilyn born Matt Rosendale, wants to be the senator in Montana, so he's trying to get attention. Dan Bishop wants to be the attorney general in North Carolina, so he's trying to get attention. Ralph Norman wants to take on Lindsey Graham in South Carolina, so he wants to get attention. So the knuckleheads are putting their small donation clicks ahead, and they send out all these, we're standing tall against Kevin McCarthy, swamp creature emails. I mean, it's just absurd. But Matt Gates wants to be governor of Florida, which I I think is very funny. And Maryland-born Matt Rosendale is going wants to be senator from Montana, which is funny. And Ralph Norman couldn't win the Senate seat; that's giving. If Lindsey Graham will crush him, uh, and the Dan Bishop campaign is doomed because I think North Carolinians are kind of clued into the fact that you got to have a party hang together uh, in order to execute a strategy. So the four knuckleheads in the knucklehead caucus; those are the leading knuckleheads. They're all running statewide. They're all stopping the defense appropriation bill and other appropriation bill going forward. But McCarthy worked all weekend. We will see. In the third segment today, the the headline this morning in The Telegraph is why the Democrats are now openly worried about Biden's age. Well, they've been openly worried about Biden's age forever. But yesterday, John Ellis uh, set out polls in one place. I'm going to save that for this third segment today. I'll finish the news after the break. Um, a bunch of polls came out over the weekend. Joe Biden cannot be the nominee of the Democratic Party. Uh, Donald Trump can be in handcuffs and chains in four different jurisdictions and have a ball attached to his leg. He'll still beat Joe Biden. Because nobody wants Joe Biden to be president of the United States anymore. He's too old. So the polls are just damning. Uh, I also have to cover Robert Menendez when we come back. But I'm going to do the polls in one place that Ellis sends out. I'm going to cheat and let you know I can't do that very often or he'll sue me probably because uh, that's a subscription newsletter, part of the news items and political items and polls in one place items and and it all is in one place. But Ellis said it yesterday and I just said i got to share it with you, so I'll do that. But first, Bob Menendez and the gold bars. Dwayne, do you have any gold bars in the studio? Uh, has anyone ever paid you in a gold bar? Well, ever? not that I'm going to show you on camera like he did. Okay, well, I'm just, I'm worried about that. Uh, just check the studio for the gold bars. We'll be right back with gold bars in the studio here on the Hugh Hewitt Show. It's Monday. Get going, America. Feel
0: like never before.
1: Oh, my soul. I worship your whole Good Monday morning, America. I'm Hugh Hewitt in Studio North. I'm going down the Beltway tomorrow night, back into the Beltway. <sighs> but luckily it's fall, so it's livable. On Monday, I always look for the dumbest stories of the weekend. And just to make your day happier, and I have two of them today. One involves Auburn University, which is not dumb. It's a nice, wonderful university. And Coach Hugh Freeze is having a good year at 3-1, and one, though they got slapped around by Texas A&M on Saturday. Uh, Coach Free is a good man, and Auburn is a great university. They're not the butt of this joke. And Robert Menendez, who is. Uh, First of all, if you're going to take a bribe, do not take it in gold bars. Uh, This is my number one rule. Do not take it in gold bars, because who doesn't have gold bars lying around their house? I ask you. And who doesn't leave envelopes of money in their suits for the FBI to find? So this is entry number one, Senator Menendez. For the Dumb Story of the Weekend Award, is Senator Menendez dumber than the uh, Foundation for the Freedom from Religion? That's the FFRF, the Foundation for F- Freedom, the Freedom from Religion Foundation, FFRF. They are upset because last week at Auburn University, believe it or not, in the South, in Alabama, the coach Freeze and the head basketball coach at Auburn. Butch Thompson helped, um, excuse me, Bruce, Bruce Pearl, the head baseball coach, Bruce Thompson, and Hugh Freeze, the head football coach, uh, participate in an event hosted by um, an on-campus group where a couple of hundred students were baptized on campus. And so predictably, the Freedom From Religion Foundation, which I think is three people in a post office box, sent a letter to Auburn saying that, um, quote, Auburn University is a public university, not a religious one. It is inappropriate and unconstitutional for university employees to use their university position to organize, promote, or participate in a religious worship event, said FFRF staff attorney Chris Line. (laughs) These ongoing and repeated constitutional violations at the university create a coercive environment that excludes those students who don't subscribe to the Christian views being pushed onto players by their coaches. Uh, The foundation goes on, the story says, claims that impressionable students may be coerced into participating in such events out of fear of losing playing time or scholarship. That's the giveaway right there. Hugh Freeze is not going to play you unless you're born again. Uh, Does anyone believe that? Does anyone at all believe that Auburn isn't going to play their best starting 22 and their special teams people? Uh, If so, then you probably believe that Bob Menendez collects gold bars. That is the dumbest thing I have seen anyone say, that Hugh Freeze is going to coerce students by participating in a baptism. Now, Hugh Freeze is a Christian, that baseball coach, that basketball coach is a Christian, and it's not unconstitutional. It's wonderful, in fact, that they did this. And, of course, Alliance Defending Freedom stepped up, and they'll defend everybody. They won with the football coach in Washington State. And the Alliance Defending Freedom stepped up and said, no, actually, you're wrong again. Tyson Langhofer said that's a twisted interpretation of the First Amendment. And it is. It is completely wrong. Uh, the Freedom From Religion Foundation. All they do is send letters. I have an image in my mind of the Freedom From Religion Foundation office as being in Hog Holler, Hollow somewhere with somebody with straw in their hair and an old typewriter clicking out letters whenever they see that somebody got baptized uh, at a campus somewhere that gets state money saying that they're being coerced. And now they found a big target and they got what they wanted with some attention and maybe they'll raise 50 bucks this week. But Alliance Defending Freedom came out and said, don't worry, Auburn, don't worry, Coach Free. I'm sure they weren't worried anyway, but it's always good to have ADF on your side anyway because they always win at the Supreme Court. Alliance Defending Freedom on the march. Now, I do not know which lawyers rally to Robert Menendez because they don't want to be paid in gold bars. Number one, that's a very difficult thing to exchange. Who takes a bribe in gold bars? Who does? Now, remember, Menendez slipped away because of jury nullification. He was guilty, guilty, guilty earlier in my humble opinion. But now they got the gold bars. So he's going to go to jail for a long time. And his va 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 wife is going to go to jail too. And the people that gave him the gold bars to benefit the government of Egypt are all going to go to jail. He got a Mercedes as well. Mortgage payments, cash, gold bars in a Mercedes-Benz convertible. I mean, who takes... Haven't they heard of unnumbered bank accounts in the Cayman Islands? Haven't they? But this is what you do. At least I'm told. That's what Dwayne does. Dwayne, are you sure there are no gold bars in the studio? Are you I'm, sure? I'm sure. All right, None, no one has bribed you for anything.
0: Um, in a Salem studio, I can guarantee you there's no gold bars. No, no gold bars. Yes. So I'm just saying, which is the dumber story? The, the
1: Senator Menendez, oh, they're just lying around. I've got gold bars everywhere in my house. Or the freedom from religion threat at Auburn University, head football coach Hugh Freeze, and the head basketball coach and the head baseball coach. Which is the dumber story?
0: I don't know. The Mineta story is a dumber story. The, the other one is a more nefarious story. I mean, they're going to get beat, but it's still a nefarious story. They're going to get beat like a rug. But, but you know, nev- I don't think Freedom From Religion Foundation has
1: ever won a lawsuit. But they're never going to stop. Because they raised win- nickels and quarters from widows and orphans right? Who, who, who think the country's in the grip of white nationalist Christians or something. I, I just think it's so stupid that they wasted the paper. Good on you, Auburn University. You go, Coach Freeze. I got a new new fan here. But I'm not sure they play Division I, do they? Does Auburn play Division I'll like Ohio State? The Ohio State University. I've got more news. Don't go anywhere, America. Stay tuned. Can
0: you be as nice as me You're not from the same slice as me? Where do we?
1: Good morning, America. Good Monday. Some of you are getting up and getting out the door. I'm glad I am with you. I'm Hugh Hewitt in Studio North, going down to the Beltway this week. Oh, back to the Beltway. Got to go do my work. Got to go do my job. Uh, I want you to begin this segment with me by reflecting on how bad can the polls actually get for one person? Because John Ellis... Now, you've heard me mention John. John has been on the show before. Uh, Ellis Items on the site formerly known as Twitter now known as X, he produces two substacks, news items, which I read every morning before I go on the air. That's where I learned about Amazon investing in AI this morning, and political item items, which is a second substack, and that just collects all the political data. And for years and years and years, John Ellis was the man behind the curtain at News Corp. And he ran the decision desk when it actually ran well. And he ran many, many other things at News Corp, and he's a very, very smart guy. So Ellis puts out these two uh, news substacks that I read, and one of them, Political Items, carries with it the additional benefit of sparing me from having to figure out which polls to read, because every couple of weeks or three weeks, he puts out the polls in one place. So John Ellis knows polling. He knows which ones are trash. He does not send you the trash ones. So I ignore all polls until I see... Uh, a poll show up in the uh, news items or political items. So polls in one place rolled in on Saturday morning. And this are the, I, I, I don't want to get sued for copyright. You should subscribe to uh, polls in one place and political items. But John summarized three of these. Number one, NBC News. Three quarters of voters say they're concerned about President Joe Biden's age and mental fitness. Right. Three quarters. Three quarters. Number two. Washington Post-ABC News. A Washington Post-ABC News poll finds President Biden struggling to gain approval from a skeptical public, with dissatisfaction growing over his handling of the economy and immigration, a rising share saying the United States is doing too much to aid Ukraine in its war with Russia, and broad concerns about his age as he seeks a second term. Three More than three in five Democrats say they would prefer a nominee other than Biden. And the post-ABC poll shows Joe Biden trailing Donald Trump by 10 points. 10 points. Then number three, the New York Times. President Biden is underperforming among non-white voters in the New York Times-Siena College national polls over the last year. Uh, and this result marked a, uh, re- represent a quote, marked deterioration in Mr. Biden's support among non-Anglo voters. So Those are the three big polls of the weekend. And they're all related to Joe Biden's age. So I've asked Generalissimo to to assist me in diagnosing the problem here. And so, just a yes or no, are you you with me, Generalissimo? No. All right, good. Would you let Joe Biden prepare dinner for eight people? No. Would you let Joe Biden do the shopping for a dinner for eight people? No. Would you let Joe Biden make your family's reservations for a week's vacation at Disney World? Oh, hell no. Would you let Joe Biden book the flights for that vacation? (laughs) No. Would you let Joe Biden drive the youth group van to the beach for Sunday at the beach?
0: (laughs) Absolutely not. Would
1: you let Joe Biden chaperone the sixth grade astronomy camp overnight trip? Not even with your kids. Would you let Joe Biden invest your 401k? Negative. Would you let Joe Biden pick the pink colors for your church or your school remodel? No. Would you let Joe Biden select the menu for your daughter's wedding? No. Would you let Joe Biden lead a group of second graders through the Smithsonian Absolutely Natural not. History? You're, you're, stop. stop, stop. I got to no. just stay in the lane, please. I'm I fine. just want to know. I, these are just questions. Would you let Joe Biden lead a second-grade no. group through the Smithsonian? Would you let him lead a high school group no. through the Smithsonian? Would you drop him off in front of an NFL stadium, give him a ticket, and tell him you'll see him in the seats?
0: I, I don't think so.
1: Would you let him be the president of a state university? Oh, no. Would you let him be the president of a private liberal arts college? No. Would you let him run a large public high school? <laughs> no. How about
0: a small private high school? No. How about a junior high school? Nowhere near kids, no. How about an elementary school? Absolutely not. A preschool? Uh, absolutely not.
1: Would you let Joe Biden run a 7-Eleven? No, he doesn't
0: have the Would right Would you let accent. Joe Biden run a sporting goods store? <laughs> uh, no. A
1: multiplex? Uh, no. Would you let Joe run the candy and soda counter at the multiplex? It's
0: too confusing, No. no.
1: Would you let him run a Macy's? No. A McDonald's? No. A Houston's restaurant? No. Would you let him run an airport? Negative. Would you let him run the parking at the high school football game? No. Would you let
0: him run a high school speech tournament? Too many kids. No. How about a swim meet? No. Would you let Joe Biden run any business with right 10 employees? No.
1: Would you let him run a business with 100 employees? No. Would you let him do HR for a business with 10 employees? No. Would you let him run the gift wrap sales fundraiser for your kid's school? No. Would you let him run the thrift shop inventory day? No. Would you let him run a car dealership?
0: <laughs> ne- negative.
1: Would you let him run a church fundraiser? No. A church service? No. A service station? No. Would you let him run a piano recital for 20 students under the age no. of 10? How about 10 students under the age of No 10? kids, no. Uh, would you let him announce graduation at no. MIT? Would you let him announce graduation for any college? Have you heard him? No. Would you let him run an 8th grade graduation? No. Would you let him run the change of command at any duty station for any branch of the armed services anywhere in the Americas or in the worldwide distribution
0: of our defense facilities? Not unless you wanted to create an incident, no.
1: Would you let him drive a truck? Well, he's already claimed it. No. Would you let him drive a car that you're riding in the passenger seat?
0: Not unless I was heavily insured.
1: Would you let him fire a pistol at a range? Oh, hell no. Would you let him fire a rifle at a range? No. A machine gun? No. Bazooka? Uh, no. Would you let him get into a tank and fire a tank?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm seeing a pattern here. No. Would you let him direct the drone strike? No. Would
1: you let him drive a little tiny boat whaler? You know, a 12-foot whaler?
0: I would let him pilot your dinghy. No. Would you let him drive a Chris craft with
1: an outboard motor? No. Of a yacht? A big yacht? No. Would you let him command the
0: deck of a freighter? A freighter? No. How about a destroyer? Uh, I I'm thinking not. Submarine? No. Aircraft carrier? No. All right. Could you imagine Stav with him on deck? What would you let Joe Biden do? Retire. No, but I mean, really, seriously,
1: is there anything you'd let him do to put him in charge of? Because this is
0: my first edition of would you let Joe Biden dot, dot, dot. Nothing complicated because he gets confused easy. Nothing with kids, because we kind of know about that. Uh, there, no, there's, there's nothing the guy can do. He has shown no, uh, no knowledge of, of market uh, economics, free market economics. He has no idea how supply and demand works.
1: Now, but I'm just talking about no. give me something that he can do, because we've got to get a retirement hobby for him.
0: A retirement hobby? Checkers you think he could win at Checkers ever? Maybe. Ice cream shop. Uh, it's, it's too, yeah, he could, he, could run, he could run an ice cream stand. I, we, I covered that. You were going to let him run a 7-Eleven. I don't know. How you're gonna run? I, I covered the gift wrap. A 7-Eleven is more complicated than an ice cream stand because gas is involved.
1: But, but I asked you about the, the gift wrap fundraising. I, I want that's, every that's mom not, in America. That's not ice cream. Well, no. Uh, every parent driving to school in America right now knows. Fall is the season for fundraisers. So we got the call from the granddaughter over the weekend. Hey, Nana, which is the Fetching Mrs. Hewitt. Right. Would you buy gift wrap? And, of course, we're probably going to have enough gift wrap for, for the rest f- of For it.
0: five seasons, yes. Yeah,
1: five seasons of gift wrap. Yes. And and now uh, the Flash is probably going to come up with candy bars. You know, it's just fundraising season. Right. And so it's better than raffle tickets. I hate raffle tickets. Right. Uh, you know. Gift wrap you can at least put in the closet, and it'll be there when when she has to clean out
0: the house. And you are what we you're. call in 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 the school trade. You are what we call an easy mark.
1: A mark, yeah, yes. And and you wouldn't even let Joe Biden out. For those of you who are new to the, sh- the audience, we've added affiliates recently. Dwayne is an ex band parent who keeps dra- getting dragged back in. And when he was a band parent, he ran parking at the at the. Battle of the Bands. Am you know what I I'm doing now.
0: Do you know what I'm doing this this year? What I'm doing? What? I had to stand up along with my wife, stand up a snack bar outside of girls' volleyball. All right. Would you let Joe Biden run that? Not in your wildest dreams, because because one money's involved and two girls are nearby. But I mean, okay, then draw. Fall back a year or two. No. Would you let him direct parking at the Battle of the Bands? Oh, not unless you wanted a wreck. Could you imagine Joe Biden with a little lighted flashlight trying to direct traffic? And, and So I and, now have explained to people these three polls. I want America to understand these three polls. Nobody trusts Biden to no, do anything. He's too darn old. Too darn
1: old. That's the everything about you need to know.
0: And if you, if you want us
1: to continue with, would you let Joe Biden... Uh, send us send us our request. I'm going to send out a subtext later today asking people to suggest other questions for Dwayne because, as you can see, the numbers reflect the reality that you actually wouldn't let Joe Biden do anything that you have any acquaintance with whatsoever. This America. I'm Hugh Hewitt. Welcome back, America. I'm Hugh Hewitt. I am uh going to try and explain to people via phone calls 1-800-520-1234 <clears throat> why what would you let Joe Biden do? And you're I mean among the things that you do or give me some more examples of what you wouldn't like him to do among the things that people ordinarily do. Like yesterday, uh the fetching Mrs. Hewitt and our house guest and I and their wonderful amazing poodle. Poodles are great dogs. Um went for a 2-miler in a state park in mid Coast, Maine that is a little bit complicated. It's, it's I, you can't get lost because it's not big enough to get lost, but you can wander in a circle for a long time. And I was thinking, I don't think I would let the president navigate this. Plus, it's got a lot of roots and, and you've got to be careful where you're going or you will fall down on the ledges and you'll be out to sea before you know it. The Telegraph in Great Britain... Has a headline. Trump beating Biden by 20 points among under 35s in election poll. And it it get it got a hold of the Washington Post ABC poll and it focused on the crosstabs of those voters or future voters under 35. Young Americans strongly prefer Donald Trump to Joe Biden in the 2024 election. Uh, Mr. Trump 77 leads Mr. Biden 80 among voters under the age of 35 by 20 points in the latest poll by the Washington Post and ABC News. Mr. Trump had the support of 53% of the 18 to 35-year-olds. Mr. Biden was backed by just 38%. It suggests a further decline in Mr. Biden's support among young people, 43% of whom backed him in a post-ABC poll in February. Now... I believe no young person is going to trust their future to Joe Biden. They might not like Donald Trump, but Donald Trump is fully on board with reality. He knows where he is. You may not like what he says, but he knows where he is. I don't know if he's going to be the nominee. I'm, a, I'm in Switzerland. There are ways you can see former President Trump not becoming the nominees. There are ways you can see he has to be the nominee uh, and Joe Biden will be the nominee unless they do a swap out, which I think is coming after the South Carolina, because you can't fix this. This isn't a political problem. This is a, do you believe me or your own lion eyes problem? one 800 What did you do this weekend that you wouldn't let Joe Biden do by himself? And I would not let Joe Biden loose in this state park. I wouldn't it would be a disaster now he would have secret service with him and they would get him back to the beginning but it's a it's a maze some of them are fairly precipitous drops there are a lot of steps involved they're not like the air force one small steps the world is aware that the president is too old to be president and millennials especially are looking at this and saying oh boy would I let him, I mean, would you sign up for a class that Joe Biden teaches? You might. You might. Grampy can be interesting sometimes. You might go by to hear some old stories again and again. He told the same story twice within five minutes at a fundraiser last week. So you might go, but I, I'm, I'm looking for examples of things you actually did this weekend. For example, J- uh, Dwayne, would you let, President Biden sell the tickets at a high school football game because they always have people in the booth volunteers running tickets at the high school football game. Would you
0: let him do that? No. Why not? One, too many kids nearby. I don't trust him around kids. He he sniffs hair, a little too creepy for him. Creepy side of Joe. I don't want him anywhere near kids. So that's a disqualifier. Number two, selling tickets. He's gonna want something for it. Ah. He doesn't. Right. I'm et, just going to the
1: simple. Everything. Could he get it done? I'm could not. Could he get people through the turnstiles not, not and with, into the game?
0: Not without getting something in return.
1: Uh, would you let him run the turnstiles at Disneyland after people have bought the tickets,
0: where all you have to do is scan the ticket? You. No, because I don't think he's that technologically savvy to be able Neither to do, do that. Neither do I. I don't think they'd be able no. to get locked in. You wouldn't know they were there. He need, he would need a cell phone to be able to scan a pass oh, and wait, be able wait. to take a
1: picture. Would you let Joe Biden send a PDF via uh, a cell phone app?
0: No. No.
1: Adam, would you let him run your board, Adam, after you had a oh, couple heck, of weeks? No. <laughs> Harley, would you let him run the camera system?
0: That's going to be a no for me.
1: Okay. Uh, Dwayne, would you let him promote any of our wonderful sponsors?
0: Not if we wanted to keep them.
1: Would you imagine trying to lay down a script with Joe Biden? How many takes do you think it would take him to lay down a script?
0: I'm imagining the horror of trying to edit a 60 second spot that Joe Biden did a read on. Okay, here's my last one for the hour. Would you let him do the audio version of his memoirs? Would you let him read it? Read his own memoirs? Yeah. I'd, I'd pay cash money to hear the raw tape. Well, no, that's, yeah, but it's you cold. wouldn't want
1: to be the sound engineer on that no. one, would you? No, 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 no. So, he's, he's ladies done. and gentlemen. He's,
0: he's, he's that close to
1: being the ex-parent. My number is 1-800-520-1234. Tell me what you did this weekend and whether or not you would let Joe Biden do it. 1-800-520-1234. I'm Hugh Hewitt.